January 9th, 2020. Happy New Year. I'm Avi. And I'm Ron. And this is Accent Insights. Uh, yes, Happy New Year indeed. Um, and a little bit surprising for the new year, there were two broker tours yesterday, very different kind of condo units in Brownstones here in Brookline. Uh, we had 1898 Beacon Street, Unit 5, and 281 Tappan Street, Unit T1. Uh, let's start with 1898 Beacon Street. It's a three-bedroom, two-bathroom unit uh, listed for 1.175. It's got air conditioning. It's got two parking spaces. It's on the top floor, very uh, bright and airy. Avi, what'd you think? I thought this was a cool unit. You know, it's a very typical Brookline Beacon Street unit. It was three bedrooms. The bathrooms were renovated. This has uh, off-street parking, two off-street tandem spots. It does have central air. Um they make a note on the listing that uh, there's $35,000 in reserves, which is respectable. Um, and trash pickup is on Thursday. I'm not sure why that's relevant, but it's there. My only hesitation with this one is not the unit. I think it's a great unit. It's a commanding price per square foot for a unit that's so close to Cleveland Circle uh, at 710 a square foot. We usually see that price range uh, per square foot closer to Coolidge Corner. Yeah, agreed. I mean, this is this is definitely sort of Coolidge Corner, Washington Square, Brooklyn Village pricing. And I agree with you. The unit is, it's lovely. It's bright. Uh, it's the top floor, so you have to be up for the stairs. There's a little quirk in the layout with the bathroom being, one of the bathrooms being off the kitchen, but it is two bathrooms. So, you know, if you've got guests there, that is, a, you know, it's a feature, 100%. Um, and and yeah, it's a, it's a, Typical sort of brownstone, Brookline brownstone layout, but seven hundred and ten dollars a square foot. That is, I think, aspirational pricing. Um, and and we've seen, and I think we're going to talk about it a little bit later. Um, the market has gotten to a point where pricing has become even more important. I think, and um, you know, you get it wrong, you're going to sit around. So, you know, lovely unit, worth seeing, and worth seeing even despite the price. I think because I don't think that uh, this is the sale price. Yeah, I think I think that's that's right. Now, then the other one we saw just around the corner, very close, but two eighty one Tappan Street, Unit T one. I thought this was 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 an interesting one too. It's a very very different type of unit. This is two bedrooms, one full bathroom. It's one thousand two hundred twenty square feet, listed for five eighty five. Uh, what do you think of this one, Ron? Well, this is the totally different animal. Eighteen ninety eight Beacon Street is. You can see a family there. Um, this is a it's a basement unit. It has no parking. Um, 1,200 square feet is a nice size, especially for two bedroom, but um, you know, there's a lot of compromises going on here. It's down below grade a fair bit, and the ceilings are very, very low. And you know, like you said, the price per square foot here is attractive. We're at under 480 a square foot, and there's a reason for that. You know, there's no AC, there's no parking. Um, you know, you and me are both on the taller side, and uh, I certainly had to duck, not, not just to get in through the doors, but actually in the unit itself, walking around uh, some of the outcroppings from the ceiling. Uh, so it very much is a basement unit um, and it won't work for many people, but there are some people that it would work for. I, I agree. And, I, and actually it's interesting because you know there is a disclosure that says seller has never lived in the unit. This is clearly an investor unit. Um, I, well, not clearly because we could maybe think of a, a certain type of owner occupant, but the location is nice. You know, at 585, if you're financing 70% of it, when you factor in the condo fee and the insurance and all that, you may be able to get a decent rent, $3,000 a month, more or less to carry. Um, you could get that if you get two roommates typically. So, you know, I think you're looking for student kind of roommates here. 
Um, you, obviously, you don't say what kind of roommates you're looking for when you rent, uh, but I think that's who will be actually renting this kind of unit. Another type of target buyer might be sort of the parents of, of someone who is a student here who's saying, look, I don't want to pay for the dorms. They're very expensive. So I'd rather, you know, put some money down into some real estate, put my kid in one of the bedrooms, have them rent it out, rent out the other bedroom to another kid. Sometimes that works out very well with this kind of unit in this pricing. And, you know, maybe this isn't the price either, but around this price, you can break even three, four, five years down the line. There might be some appreciation. So it might be a good place to park some money, especially if, you have someone who's going to live there for a couple of years. Absolutely. I think that that's, that's a very likely audience here. And, and you know what? This is also, it doesn't have parking, but it is close to both the C and the D line stops uh, on, the, on the green line. So you don't necessarily need a car to get out and about. It, it's uh, a lot walking distance in that area. Um, and heat and hot water are included in the condo fee and the condo fee is fairly reasonable at 368 a month. So, you know, I could see this for sure being um, an attractive investment or either as a rental or for your child when they go to, uh, to school. Agreed. Agreed. And I think, you know, one of the things you would do if you were a buyer and you were interested in this, is you would say, let me see the rental history. Um, that will tell you a lot about the rentability of it and, and the pricing. And then, you know, you can work an economic model and see mm. what price makes sense. Um, so, you know, if you're in, interested in that kind of investment opportunity, um, and you know, interest rates are still relatively low. So real estate generally isn't a bad place to park some money, particularly in Brookline. It's, it's worth checking out if you're looking for an investment. So Ron, two broker tours, this is, uh, this is not a lot, you know, typically in the, in the height of the season, which we're not in, we would see, you know, 10 plus on a typical Wednesday. Um, uh, why, why is it that things don't typically come on this early in January? Well, Brookline has two very distinct markets, as we often talk about. Um, you know, there's the super strong spring market where there's lots of inventory, but even more buyers. Um, so a lot of competition, but at least, you know, a lot of different things coming on. And the fall market tends, as we often talk about, it also tends to be a little slower, but also a fair amount of inventory. And, you know, a lot of buyers as well, usually the ones that didn't have to get in in the spring, had a good place and, and can sort of take their time a little bit more. But in the summer and the winter, it's usually dead. So I'm always surprised, frankly, when I see things come on in January. And it makes me wonder, why not wait? It implies to me that someone's in a hurry, maybe, or they haven't thought about the market that much. It's, it's, it's odd. I think it's odd. Yeah, people have to move all year round. But I think that the, the takeaway from this is if you're a buyer, um, there could be some opportunities here. If something's on the market right now, it's either something that's kind of left over from the fall or even last year that failed to sell and the seller might be getting frustrated um, or something where if, if the seller's putting it on right now, new in January, you have to ask, well, maybe they really need to sell. And again, maybe not a lot of other buyers are out. So you might have an opportunity to, um, you know, we like to say there's no deals in Brookline, but you might have a little bit less competition, at least. Agreed, and I think that's I think that's why you and I both raised an eyebrow at the pricing on 1898 Beacon Street. If we were in a very hot, very competitive time of the market, I would say take your shot at 700 a square foot. Um, but you know, now when really the the buying uh, population is relatively small, I think these people are going to sit right, and what's going to happen is. By the time the spring market rolls around and the buyers actually start to show up, 
um, if they haven't sold at this price, it's going to look stale. And the market will have a very clear view that, that this is not the price. Whereas if they had come on with an aspirational price, and, and again, Avi, you and I often talk about how we don't like aspirational pricing. <laughs> our, our sellers tend to do better when they underprice and let the market take care of that. Um, but I think if you're going to aspirational price, do it at the time when the market is really hot. So this is confusing to me. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it and, and keep our listeners posted on it. Uh, if you're interested in this unit now, it's definitely worth taking a look at. I think it's going to have to sit a little while. It's probably the, the trash pickup was on Thursday. That might be the killer on this one. <laughs> or maybe that's, maybe that's the feature. Who knows? That's the one thing we've been looking for that we couldn't find. Yes. Um, th- there are some between 40 and 50 listings on the market uh, in this North Brookline area. Um, and, and some of them, I think, are, are a little surprising and are worth taking a second look at if, uh, if they're a match or a close match. Um, one that we talked about probably three months ago uh, it's still available now after a price cut is 255 Walnut Street, Unit C. So this is a four-bedroom, uh, two-bathroom, 2,533 square foot condo. It's the third and fourth floor of, uh, of a three-family. It's listed. It was originally listed just under 1.3, and now it's dropped to uh, just under 1.2 million. Right. Right. And that is a that is a fairly substantial price drop. And, you know, I mean, look, they came on the market in September where there was a market. That was the fall market for sure. September 13th was the listing date. Um, they came on at 1.3, which was obviously aspirational pricing. That's not me talking. That's the market talking because no one came out and bought it. So 1.2 is a, is, a, is a substantial price drop. And this is a very comfortable amount of space, right? 2,500 square feet is, is nice. Some of it's on that top floor with a little bit of, you know, sloping ceilings in there, but it's, it's still pretty good. We like this unit. It's, it's not new. Um, but it has air conditioning and it has some parking. Um, Walnut Street is a lovely block to live on. It's not so great for your guests because it's hard to park on it sometimes. Um, but, you know, close to Brookline Village, there's a lot going for it. And, and you know, as we talked about, this might be a situation where even with the price drops, the sellers are getting a little frustrated and might be a little soft. Yeah, these are not things that can be uh, very easily predicted, and um, I mean that's why we have jobs, right? <laughs> As this is uh, this can be hard to navigate. It's true, and look, you know, it, just from a pure price per square foot basis, four seventy one, I think, is is pretty close to where that Tappan Street basement unit was. So you know. Price per square foot does go down as the units get bigger, but this is a decent value for what it is. These are my sellers. I would have probably told them, look, take it off in December. Um, you get to mid-December, uh, the market's going to die, and then you come back at the end of February or beginning of March and put it back on as a new listing. Um, right now, the days on the market counter, something we talk about a lot, is 118. That's a big number. Well, you know what this brings up, though, is this complicating factor on this one. I, I would follow that same strategy, but probably what's behind this is this subject to the seller finding another property for them to move into. Uh, so what they might be thinking is try and sell it now um, so that then they they can shop in the spring market um, and find some place to go. So if they put this on too late, they're probably afraid, well, if it takes a few months, then we'll miss the market and then we will neither be able to sell nor buy. You know, when that's the case, then you definitely don't want to overprice uh, in the beginning. Right. So it's complicated. It really, uh, this is a tricky game. For the right buyer, I think this is quite the um, opportunity. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean, 657 condo fee is a little bit high, but um, 
but it is, you know, as we said, it's a, it's a, it's a good amount of space uh, at a reasonable price. So definitely worth looking at. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. We're back to our regular schedule of podcasts. So stay tuned. And uh, if you have any questions about real estate or Brookline or real estate in Brookline, please contact us. We're info at accentbrookline.com. And uh, if you haven't already, uh, please go ahead and give us a five-star review on whatever your podcasting platform is. Yeah, uh, we definitely appreciate it. And we will see you next time.